Today's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you by Vinny's Concrete Shoes. Vinny's, one size fits all. Welcome to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, the Rage Machine himself, Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 55. Good old 55. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you... if I forgot to talk about this last week, but I don't know if you know this, but on the Discord, we have a channel called Patriotic Duty. And I post, I post the episodes descriptions, uh, and then but then I also there's a voting mechanic where we have a little custom. Here's what I don't get emoji uh-huh. in the in the Discord, and so people react with the emoji of who who they like. So we need to get you some emoji because right now I'm just using some fill-in ones, a hammer and like a white power fist that, because you're such me. a you're such a white supremacist. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And so then I have my own head and I have also uh, my little Mad Cucks logo. And so um, episode 53 with Joel Chaco, Joel Chaco won. All right. Yeah. So, you know, good, good for him. Good for him. Uh, Buck lost, which is the most important thing. <laughs> um, episode 54, I won with my Salvation Army bell ringers. And then you were close behind with the living roomification of movie theaters um, my electronic art sudden villainy, uh, was, was not, was, was very lowly voted. And then your terrible final jeopardy questions had zero votes. Yeah. That so was, I guess, that was a very personal issue. Yeah. I guess, I guess most people aren't like big final jeopardy fans. Apparently. I guess not. I, you know, you what? Know, I, I watched it yesterday, had another one. <laughs> what was it? It was, um, famous symbols. And it gave like a Chinese word. And so like, there's only one answer to that. It's the yin yang. -yang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't have guessed that. Didn't, didn't even need to see the, the question and guess that it was a yin yang. Cause it's not like they're going to put up like a, like an actual Chinese character and be like, what does this mean? Like, oh, that means phone book. Uh, no, I thought I thought last week's episode was really good. There were some complaints about the audio quality, but we're working yeah, on fixing you know, that. Yeah, we're it's going to be a you know this week, next week. We'll try to we'll try to fix it. You know, it's you know it's adjustment period. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, if people recall my my first few weeks, my audio was not very good either because we you know one one you're using the same microphone I was using, which is a terrible microphone. Yep. Uh, and then two, you know, it's, it's my, I'm my fault cause I got to get used to tuning another voice. Like I'm yep. very used to tuning uncle Buck and I's voice in the show. My voice I have, I have down to a science, not even a science. It's all just presets at this point. Yeah. Plus, you know, so, my voice is built for a Parisian mime school. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you or someone, you know, was poorly affected by, the audio quality from last week. I'm pretty sure someone's filing a class action lawsuit. You'll have to consult them in the discord. And then you'll get your check in the mail in about three years. Yeah. Um, the, the website got updated this week too. 
Yeah, it's looking uh, uh, looking did, pretty pretty nice. Yeah, we we got we have a new logo, which was the thumbnail for last week. It's it's this you know map of the world since we're a formerly international podcast. And I went through and I worked on getting the um, the website to kind of kind of look a little bit different, give it a different flavor for season three. So check that out. There's a Discord link right there at the top of the top of the page. If you're not on the Discord, you can just you know it says leave us a voicemail or join us on Discord. And if you click the word Discord, you'll join the Discord. It's so easy. Super easy. It's much better than um, Skype. You know, we had Skype for so many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Skype was Skype was revolutionary mm-hmm. at, at the beginning, and now it's you know it's a meme. <laughs> it comes it comes pre-installed on your computer. It's like, hey, do you want to try Skype? No. Just like I don't want to try Internet Explorer. Move on. I think you mean Microsoft Edge. Yeah, Microsoft Edge, which is just like a newly skinned. I use I use Microsoft Edge actually. I used it once. I, <laughs> to download Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> I used Microsoft. I used to use Microsoft Edge for all my Mad Cuck stuff, and that way, like there, I wasn't doing the like sign in, sign out nonsense on Chrome. Mm-hmm. In every website, and, oh, it, yeah, and it also yeah. it kept you, it kept me from like inadvertently doing something on one account because it's like, oh, I'm on a browser that actually works. Let me, uh, I can't respond to this comment because that's the wrong account. And so then I just copy the link and open up Edge, um, and then about fifteen, and then I go make like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then when I I eat my sandwich, I come back, Edge will be open. I put paste that address in the web bar and hit enter, and um, I go to the bank. Or the grocery store and come back mm-hmm. and then I comment on that comment. And it, it helped, one, it helped you like cool off if you uh-huh. were angry at someone. But two, you know, it, it made you not really think about how much Microsoft Edge sucks because you'd walk away for an hour and you come back and it's like, oh, hey, it's open. I'm happy now. Look how fast that was. Look how fast that was. Yeah, Microsoft inadvertently invented time travel. <laughs> like uh, like when you, did you ever think about when you were a kid, you, you thought you could time travel just by sleeping? Like you ever sleep to pass time? No, I understood no. the concept of sleep when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I understand the concept of sleep. But what I mean is that um, like sometimes I'd be like, well, I've got like four hours to that. I got to figure out something to do for this four hours. I guess like if I just took a nap, the next thing I knew it would be four hours from now. And so I just sleep to pass time. Yeah, that's not time travel. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's kind of time travel, time travel for me. Okay. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. You want to get to some issues this week? Yeah. You're going first? I am going first. So right. here's what I don't get. Net neutrality. Big issue right now. Yeah. Um, and I seriously could not give a fuck less about it. Leave me alone. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so done, dude. Yeah, look, I know it's an important issue for a lot of people, but it's it's grading how how it's it's just it's everywhere. Yeah, it's every, I logged into fucking Discord to just before the show. Yeah, we do too. the show over Discord. Log into Discord and there's a fucking pop up. Enter in your phone number so we can call Congress for you. Like mother because I know what they're going to do. I'm going to enter in my, my phone number and they're going to call my congressman based on my my area code. Mm-hmm. Well, my fucking area code doesn't apply to where I live anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to call the wrong fucking congressman 
One. Two, I know. I fucking know. I know that it's happening. I know that it's a big deal. Stop with the fucking pop-ups. Let me go do what I'm fucking doing. Imgur does it. Reddit does it. Fucking Patreon does it. Discord's doing it. Like, God fucking damn it. They are not going to listen to us. Were you not around when the fucking healthcare bill was passed? There were a bunch of fucking people standing outside the Capitol chanting. Did they do, did they listen to those fucking people? No. What makes you fucking think they're going to listen now? Just because you think one is right and one is wrong doesn't mean that the fucking facts of what's going on isn't the same facts. They don't fucking listen to us. They don't care what we have to say. If they fucking care what we had to say, they wouldn't have bills like this going on. Man, it pisses me off. Yeah. So just fucking lay off of it. Just lay off of it. Leave me alone. I don't care anymore. Yeah, and it's... I'm wondering why... Why is it this time, like the past five years, we've had all of those like internet blackouts for, you know, all the other times they've tried to do it. Yeah. And it didn't seem like everyone was completely outraged every day during those. Well, and the, the, I, uh, part of me wonders, like at some point, I wonder if you push this narrative so hard that to make people like me, that just go numb at news. Like you've, You've now hammered this nail so fucking hard. You've beaten this horse to death. And now everybody's just numb to it. And it's just going to ignore that it happens. Like conspiracy theory. Let me go get my tinfoil hat on. But this seems kind of plausible. Yeah. um, I think that's it. I think it's not a conspiracy so much as it is just a fact that when you get something hammered into you, over and over and over again, you become numb to it. Yeah, but if I was one of these companies like Comcast or who, you know, whoever the, ba- I don't know who the bad guy is in this. If I was one of the companies that was wanted to be the bad guy and wanted to make sure that whatever happened, the way that I'd go about doing it is not by like trying to hide the facts. It would be by making the facts such, such an obnoxious thing, get, get people chanting on every corner some nonsense so that as a, as a human being, everybody would look at that and go like, okay, just uh, we're done. Just leave me alone. Just let me fucking log into Facebook. Just let me log into Reddit. Just let me log into whatever and do whatever I want to do. And get out of my face. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, 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 one day last week or the week before, I just, I just wanted to browse, you know, some, some funny gifts on Imager and, uh, I want to say 18 out of 20 of the first posts I looked at were pictures of, uh, call this, here's you know. this, here's why this is bad. Here's a Jeep Petiti and here's why he's a fucking asshole. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know who the bad guy is in net neutrality? It's whatever company makes giant novelty Reese's peanut butter cup mugs. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones yeah. pushing this on you, man. Um, here's the other, here's the other thing that I don't get, get about it. In what fucking universe do we live in where we have a neutral internet? What, what do you mean by that? So what what the thing is right now is they're like, oh, the providers are going to throttle your bandwidth and you're not going to be able to log into Facebook. One, they are never, ever, 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 ever going to fucking throttle Facebook. Ever, ever. It's, just not, it's not going to happen. You think Facebook has too much control over that? Uh, Facebook is the fucking hub of the internet now. Yeah. Like, 
something like 60% of all net traffic filters through Facebook at some point. So that's never going to happen. Like no, Facebook is the basic plan. That's what base. You know, it's going to be like AOL internet back in the nineties, yeah. where you you logged in and your homepage was AOL.com, and then you got to go wherever you were going. Mm-hmm. Facebook is going to be the hub. Yeah, that's going to be. So there's that. But so, in what world do we have to have a neutral internet? We're we're fighting against like providers throttling the internet which i never think that i don't think they're ever going to do and they've already fucking done it and they did it and we let it go so you know we've already passed that threshold but the real problem is that the internet isn't a free and open place because companies like facebook and google and twitter and um you the the these the hubs your major hubs of the internet filter content to you based on what they think you should or shouldn't see. So, for instance, Facebook runs algorithms to filter what kind of posts they show you, and they do this, they do these fucking psychological experiments to see what you're what's going on in your head like, oh, if we give, if we show them a bunch of negative posts, they're going to think more negatively. Mm-hmm. One, it's unethical unethical as far as psychological testing goes. But two, it's unethical in the fact that they can they filter out. So, you know, here's what I don't get has a has a Facebook page or we have so many likes. If we want to advertise to those fucking people, you would think that if if I like a page, so for instance, I may like uh, the Dick Show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. There may be a page out there like okay, Brian Regan. I like Brian Regan as a comedian, yeah. right? I like Brian Regan on Facebook. You would then think that Brian, that anytime Brian Regan posts on his page, like oh hey, I've got shows in Indianapolis. It would pop up in my news feed and I'd see like, oh, hey, Brian Ring's going to be in Indianapolis and I'm going to be near Indianapolis. Maybe look at some tickets. Yeah. But that doesn't fucking happen. Brian Regan posts on his page and he gets only like 50 views, even though he's got 20,000 likes because they want him to pay to get his fucking shit out there uh, yeah. when he shouldn't. He, you should only have to pay to reach people outside of your your group. Like I, as a consumer, decided that I want content from Brian Regan. So show me fucking content from Brian Regan. You know, uh, when I did have Facebook, I had video ads disabled, and it was amazing how 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 much less clutter there was in my fucking Facebook feed <laughs> just by not having ads in there because they filter. They're filtering what you can and can't see. If I share a site that Facebook thinks isn't a good site to share, they will not let it get posted out to. They will they will limit its exposure because even even if you sort by newest first, they still fucking filter your shit. And that's what net neutrality should be. It should be a free and open internet where shit isn't getting fucking filtered to b- based on the criteria of people above you. Google does the same thing. Google used to be really uh, not algorithmically filtered. It was filtered based on, you know, you. so if I search for, you know, a good audio interface, good audio interface in Google, the top result would be what got the most clicks. But now the top two things are promoted posts. And then it's like, oh right, well these are these are the top these are the top ten based on who's paid more advertising oh, dollars, yeah, but yeah. not specifically for this search. And it's just like this is not net neutrality. So Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, Google, all Hard on, hard, hard on with the, oh, you got to call your congressman. You got to call your congressman. You got to call your congressman. And they're the fucking ones that are creating a non-neutral fucking internet. Well, I think you're looking at it to, from what I understand, the neutrality comes in 
not each individual site, but as, but in the providers and people having power over the providers. Well, that's what this is right now. But that's why I'm saying that net neutrality is a lie. Like the whole idea that you're saying there's a neutral internet is is a lie. Okay, you have like okay, you have a problem with the term. Yeah, the the term like if you want to if you want to say like stop ISP throttling, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, ISPs shouldn't fucking throttle traffic. ISPs. I'm gonna go to the my analogy of the internet. the The internet is a hose, right? Mm-hmm. I buy a hose from an ISP that has a certain girth. Whatever, whatever I aim my hose at, I should like. If I aim my hose at a Dr Pepper machine, I should get a two inch girth hose of Dr Pepper coming into my mouth. Yep, from my hose, right? Which sounds lovely, by the way. Which sounds lovely, yeah, because it's the best soda. Yeah. Uh, so what the ISP is doing is they're just passing out hoses. Hey, we got a lake over here. You want you want lake water in your house? Here's a hose, 50 bucks. Now, if they're like, all right, we got a hose. Uh, if you want to go to this lake that's got dirt in it, like that's one price. And that's one kind of hose. But if you want some clean lake water, that's a bigger hose. And we're going to send you a different thing. Mm-hmm. And if, like, if, for instance, if for some reason, like, we detect vodkas coming through your hose, we're going to cut that shit off. Like, no, you're just selling hoses. You're not selling filters. Yep. So if you want to if you want to fight against ISP throttling, I will definitely be your friend. But if you're going to use fucking false terms like net neutrality to get people to think that something's what it's not like the fucking fairness doctrine back in the 90s you're full of shit i hate you i hate your fucking propaganda leave me alone yeah i don't think we'll ever get a truly neutral internet until it's completely run by uh, ai yeah well that that's probably true but we could you know because fucking twitter just you know in in uh so we're recording this on the 12th three days after this episode airs twitter's gonna ban a bunch of people based on arbitrary rules they they decided there was the whole there was the whole shit with Ellen Powell um, and Reddit when Ellen Powell got made the CEO or whatever. Mm-hmm. You remember this? A little bit, yeah. And she she came in and banned. You know, this was three or four years ago. She came in and banned a bunch of subreddits like our fat people hate, and all these subreddits that were you know hateful, but but you know, so they banned our fat people hate because it's it's like. A popular subreddit that's also about being mean to people because uh-huh. it's the internet get over it uh but they didn't ban reddits like coontown is an example that i've seen coontown existed for quite a while but it only had like 74 subscribers so yeah you know what's really the the harm there uh and then they fired her they're like oh we fired her she's real really super bad we don't like her at all like, are you going to bring back our fat people? Hate? Like, no, that was a bad thing. Oh, but you managed to lightning rod all the hate to her and then push her off of the severance package. And now we still have a shit, a, a shit website that's run by people that think that it's okay to filter what you can and can't see on the internet. I just don't think anybody should be filtered what they can and can't fucking see on the internet. I think everything should be out there. And, and you know, if there are bad, if there are bad views, if someone's got their fucking website, www.whitepeoplearethebest.com or I hate black people or whatever fucking good let those people have their platform let them be stand up there and be like oh i hate all these other races that way we can all look at them and go like wow i don't want to be like that fucking guy but instead we we hide them underneath 
layer after layer of bullshit and and pretend just pretend they're not there. Like, oh, we'll just pretend that, you know, 4chan isn't filled with trolls because 4chan doesn't exist. You're going to have to get a special plan to get to 4chan. Fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just fundamentally believe in the freedom of speech. Like if someone's being mean to you on Twitter, block them. Don't have Twitter ban them. If someone's being if someone has a shit shitty subreddit on on Reddit about mean things, don't go there. Yeah, but I guess like specifically on Twitter, how far would you say to you personally, how far would someone have to go? in your, you know, freedom of speech, perfect world to be banned from Twitter. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like how far uh, would someone need to go? They'd have to post a photo of them attempting to kill the president. Okay. I, I, it, it's Twitter has tools where if someone says shit that you don't like, you can block them. Yeah. Like, but, but I, I there, I have blocked people on Twitter. Like, I, I will admit, like, there was this one fucking guy who once a week would just post me like, oh, you're, you're not funny and you're dumb and you're stuff stupid. And it's just like, then why the fuck are you looking at it? And why am I getting fucking tweeted by you? And so finally, I just, I just blocked him. Yeah, but if there is a... I don't think that that guy should get banned. No, I don't either. I don't either at all. But if there is a, if there is a user that is, that does more harm per tweet than the amount of people... That would how much harm? Him, how know? much harm can he do? It's the internet. Yeah, I, I I know what you mean by that. But sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. This was a mantra that we were taught as children, and now like words are the single worst fucking like God forbid you get exposed to words that are different than what you think are good words. Like that that that's what I I don't I just don't understand. Like, and you. You can say that like, oh, when someone says like, oh yeah, yeah, you should kill yourself. Like, should, should that person get banned from, from Twitter? Like, no, they're just inviting you to kill yourself. They're not saying that I'm gonna kill you. And even when they say I'm gonna kill you, like, go to the cops. Hey, this guy on Twitter, Madcuck, said that he's gonna kill me. And the cops are like, are you gonna kill that person? Like, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I posted that. Which is why I typically say kill yourself, which is an invitation to kill yourself, not a threat. <laughs> Okay. I I don't know. I just I just don't see a I just don't see a, a time when like you shouldn't just take care of yourself. It's like it's like running to mommy on when you when someone when Twitter bans someone because they're mean to somebody else, it's it's them having to go to their mommy. Um, they're making fun of me. They said my Ghostbusters movie wasn't funny. Malianapolis, you're banned from Twitter. Like, sorry, Leslie Jones, you're not fucking funny. Sue me. Anyways, I, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's easy to decide where that line is. And I know Twitter, especially Twitter, um, has been real iffy about that line this year. Twitter, um, the problem with the problem with the line on Twitter is that they don't, is that they selectively enforce rules. Yeah. And they leave their rules so vague that when you do get banned or whatever, you get this email and it's like, oh, hey, you've been banned for this violation of this rule. And the rule is like a paragraph of 65 things you could have possibly done. It's like, wow, that really narrows it down. 
yeah, I just, it can't be, it can't be easy to, to come up with that stuff, you know, where the line to is. To come up with being mean or come deciding, up with being, deciding the line. Then don't make a line. Like if you can't, if you can't determine what is a line, then there's no reason to have the line. I don't know. I mean, it's I, like, I'd, I'd rather it, have be, an arbitrary line than no line. No, I'd rather have no line. It'd be like, uh, yeah, this is, here's a highway. It's 40 feet wide, but we didn't make any lanes. So I guess just figure it out. It's like, all right, well, I'm just going to drive across a field then. Anyway, I guess. Yeah. That's my issue. Spiraled off, but net neutrality. Just leave me alone. I don't get it. I don't get why you have such a hard on. It's going to happen. Your protesting does nothing. Yeah, protesting. Um... I brought in protesting and marches as a as a issue uh-huh. before, and I it's like protests at the end of the day. Protests do absolutely nothing. Yep. At at most, protests are a decent like um, visual adaptation of whatever the cause is being that is being fought. Yep. Yep. Like it's good for photos and you know video clips on the news, but that's it. But that and and even then, that's not for the other side. That's just for that's, the people that agree with it. Yeah, yeah. they see that and they're like, "Oh, good! All these people are out there doing, making a difference." That means I can go back to doing nothing. Yep. All right. What's your What's your first issue this week? All right. Here's what I don't get: shipping. I'm not talking yep. about tum- Tumblr fandom here. I'm talking okay. What? Tumblr fandom shipping. What does that mean? Uh, we'll we'll have to do a bonus episode about this. <laughs> okay. Um. No. So it's that time of year. You know. Uh. Lots of boxes on lots of porches around this time of yep. year. Yep. Um. We all know the struggle that I have with shipping. Yeah. Um. Most of my problems with it come from the tracking side of it. Um, and you know, tracking, yeah. tracking is a relatively new part of the shipping, um, world. And that yeah. means that there are loads of problems with it. Yep. Um, most recently, uh, I ordered a Christmas gift for a family member. It was estimated to arrive from December 4th to December 11th. <laughs> That's a big window. That's a it, week. It, it is a week. That's pro- that's that's problem number one. Problem number two. Whenever you get a window, how often do you get it on that first day of the window? Pretty frequently. Really? First or second day? Yeah. Yeah. For me, D- well, for when me, I order from Amazon, yeah, yeah, Amazon. For me, it's never on the first day. It's always the last day. And if you're gonna give me, if you're gonna give me a window, don't give me a week. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely narrow that down. Like, I feel like those windows are decided by like, okay, I, you place you you know you place the order on the twenty seventh of of November. Mm-hmm. So that means that you you they they're not gonna they're gonna process the order on the Tuesday. They're mm-hmm. gonna put it in a box on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and they were gonna ship it out on Thursday. Yeah. So best case scenario gets to you the following Tuesday. But if for some reason 
they don't get that box out until Friday or, you know, probably Monday. Like they just stack them all up. They're like, oh, we'll take them to the post office on Monday. They need to then update the, the window based on the time the box leaves where they are. So, that, yeah, that goes into uh, my next part is the disparity in the tracking. Um, some packages you get, you get an update every freaking hour. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll be, it'll, it'll say like, Jose is packing your box right now. Rachel is putting it in the truck. The truck driver is leaving. He made a stop at a quick trip, um, all the way to your mailbox. And then you'll he get, got, he got, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's now in the distribution center. Uh-huh. Joel's carrying the box through the distribution center. It's now uh-huh. on one of the belts. The belt's now deposited into to a bin. Stacy's pushing the bin across the distribution center to the truck, that, the, the, to the delivery truck. The delivery driver's out. The delivery driver's at lunch. Mm-hmm. Delivery driver's kind of near you. All right, the package is delivered. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was really granular. Thank you. And then you'll get uh, ones that say, okay, you ordered it on the 5th, and then it'll show up a couple days later with no tracking updates at all. Um, a, sh- a shipping label's been printed. Like, yeah, it'll, that's what it'll, great. It'll, it'll give you. Um, <laughs> that just happened to me with this uh, this said article of clothing earlier. Um it was supposed to arrive by the 11th, which was Monday. Um, yeah, yes. The 11th comes around. No package. Of course not. Checked it this morning. It said your package has been delayed. Well, thanks for telling me the day after I was supposed to receive it last. Um, and then sometimes I get like your package is preparing to ship and then nothing I don't even get the shipping label thing. I just, I get, I get preparing to ship and then it shows up and then it was delivered. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it'd be like, what I hate is when sometimes you all order something. It's like the package is on the way to the shipping shippers facility. And then it'll just be that for a week. And then it'll be packages near your house, package delivered. And like, Oh, thanks. I don't even know why we had the system in place then. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'll get things that are preparing to ship for a whole week. Yep. That's ridiculous. I don't even know what that means. Does that mean they box it and it's sitting there? Does it mean someone checked a box on a computer somewhere and they reserved it for me? I, I just don't know what that means. Um, yep. And then I also get like expected to ship on the 8th. Like I received the package on the 7th. <laughs> Uh, yep. So, I, uh, I, yeah, so I had the, I had the issue. I, I've talked about shipping before on the show and I had, I had an issue where I had a package decided to be not deliverable. Mm-hmm. So I contact Amazon. Amazon's like, all right, we'll send you a new one. And I was like, oh, okay. The next day the package was delivered. The Am- So I went to Amazon. They're like, oh, it's already on the way. But it was weird because the package had two items and one of the items was delivered and one of the items was delayed and undeliverable mm-hmm. and lost in the mail, but they were in the same box. So like your system got really fucked up. Huh. It was it was really weird. So I ended up then with four items instead of two. Mm-hmm. And uh I kept them all. Because Amazon doesn't care. And when Amazon yeah. fucks up shit like that, they're just like, Yeah, I just keep them. Uh and then there's the other thing. I have I have some friends that every single time they order, um, usually it's like a collector's edition of a video game or a movie or something, something with those um, those flexible outer packaging. You know what I'm talking about? 
the slip covers. Yes. Every single time they order from Amazon, always damaged. Every single one. Yeah. Um, hold, like, on. Right. hold on. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Oh, I've been selected to receive his new state-of-the-art home security system. How cool is this? Giving your home complete peace of mind. To find out more information and receive your free $2,500 security system immediately, press 1 now. Or to keep your home unprotected... Are you ready for this, Tim? Yeah. Can you hear this? Uh-huh. Yeah. They can't hear you. Uh, hi, this is the Here's What I Don't Get podcast. This is the Here's Why I Don't Get podcast. You call us in the middle of the show, so I assume that you want to talk to us. Is Are there any issues that you don't get? Mary, oh, she hung up. Oh, maybe she doesn't get uh, <laughs> dropped calls. Maybe that's what she doesn't get. Maybe she doesn't get stop fucking calling me. Yeah. I hate Sorry about that, everybody. My <laughs> phone started ringing. And, uh, <laughs> normally, my phone's totally on silent. So yeah, this is that's the way I deal with... Um, that is the way I deal with telemarketers now. I answer the phone and then just hassle them. Yeah, those are the. Uh, that's the current. Uh, that's the new thing, right? The home free home security system. Free home security system. Your student loans. Your vehicle's warranty is about to expire. Your credit card debt. Uh, credit card debt. I got the the vehicle's warranty is about to expire, and they were like, "What kind of vehicle do you have?" And I was like, oh, "I got a 1981 Chevrolet Citation." And they're like, "Oh, that's not eligible for our program." Then I'm like, "Then why the fuck are you fucking calling me?" There was uh it was really bad. Uh I'd say like five years ago, um, I'd get multiple calls um a day. You want a free tip you've won a free trip to Jamaica. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one, those. Yeah. And then like earlier this year I saw the class action lawsuit that was like, Hey, if you got called a bunch by these free trip to Jamaica people, you could get some money. And I was like, Hell yeah, I want some money and of course and that Not was also <laughs> <laughs> no. It was just I was I wasn't eligible on any of the phone numbers that you had those calls. Well, of course not. Yeah. Um, uh, so back back to your shipping thing. Oh, I wanted to share a story. This is a I like to call the doozy of a shipping story. Um, mm-hmm. So a few months ago, my sister ordered some uh, some clothes from an internet uh, retailer, not Amazon. Um, and you know she was expecting them sometime in the next few days. Next few days rolled around. She wasn't getting the tracking updates, of course. Um, and nothing showed up. So she would check the site. Um, not every day, you know, the tracking site. She was checking it every day when she was waiting for the packages. And then afterwards, she contacted them, said, hey, you know, where's my package? And they said, oh, it looks like they've had some trouble. Um, we'll find it for you. We'll give you a call. She gets called back. Okay. We found it. It's going to be sent out to you, uh, tomorrow and you'll get it, you know, free one day air, uh, delivery. Sweet. I'm sure. Yeah. Next day rolls around nothing. Well, okay. Maybe 24 hours, not one day, you know? So next day rolls around nothing. Next day rolls around nothing. We check the tracking info. Your package is in Jacksonville, Florida. Of course. So those those days we were waiting for the one day, you know, shipping, 
that's when we got all the tracking updates. Somehow the package made itself into the distribution center of the city here, went out for delivery, was not able to be delivered for some reason, um, went back to the distribution center and then for who knows what reason went to Jacksonville, Florida, which is halfway across the country and then stayed there. And so eventually they said, well, the problems are the website. So we went to the post office itself and they profusely apologized. And then it came back to the city and did not get delivered. So I have no idea what, what happened. We had to cancel the order and they refunded her all her money, but, but it's, it's more annoying because now you don't have your stuff. That too. But like, I don't really want the money back. Like I just want the stuff. Just <laughs> keep sending packages until one of them fucking makes it through. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like a fucking flotilla, just <laughs> a convoy of packages. And then, and then you finally, like you finally get one, you call them up and like, all right, stop the pack, stop this package sending, stop the package sending. And you still get three more packages over the next couple of days. Yeah. I just, how, uh, I, I just don't understand how that happened. How did someone at the distribution center here in the land of praying hands see this like, huh? Couldn't be delivered. Well, it must need to go to Jacksonville, Florida, which, what, what which, I got, which by the way, the company does not have their headquarters or offices or shipping center in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, I one time, I one time ordered a thing off of eBay and the, like it, it was being shipped. It's probably being shipped from Jacksonville, Florida. Cause I remember being in Florida. I don't remember where in Florida though. So I'm checking the tracking and it's like dropped off the post office at the distribution center. And then it was, and then it never left the distribution center. It's like, shouldn't fucking something set off an alarm <laughs> when you're, if you have a tracking number that like, cause you can predict what it's, what it's progress is supposed to be. And it's like, all right, yeah. it hit this marker. Didn't hit this marker. And shouldn't there be like, Hey, can we find this package? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I understand that it's a fairly new part of the system. Um, but if you're going to offer it, do it right. Yep. I agree. I agree completely. Anyways, that's what, uh, I don't get about shipping. Well, that's, yeah, that's a great issue. Uh, that's a little bit of a repeat. I'm just going to call you out on it, but we'll, we'll let it slide. It's, uh, you're new, so. Don't do it again. <laughs> well, uh, since we've done, since we've taken care of these issues, it's time to get to some of our housekeeping, like keeping the retainer paid for our lawyer, Mr. Nick Ricada. So here it is. The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. I think I may have somebody record that because I don't, I don't really do that that well. So uh, I didn't. You said you you said you had uh, you'd found a story. They'd sent you a story this week. Yeah, they sent me a um, a fairly interesting one this week. Um, are you familiar with North Korea, Tab? Uh, I have I have heard of North Korea. Yes, I I, it, I believe it's it's just above South Korea. Almost. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, close. so I was close. I was close. So everyone knows Kim Jong Un, the current leader of North Korea, right? Yeah, yeah, the only fat man in North Korea. Yep. Um, <laughs> so he has a older brother, Kim Jong-chol. Um, uh, well, why is that guy not? 
I don't know. He, he looks he looks like he'd make a nice leader. He's wearing um, some sunglasses in this uh, picture. Huh, that's weird. Anyways, anyway. um, so he's a he's apparently a pretty mysterious figure. Um, he's only been spotted in public a couple of times. And each of these times he has been spotted in public, every single one of these times is because he's going to an Eric Clapton concert. <laughs> so yeah. Like in, in North Korea or outside of North Korea? Um, no, outside of North Korea. So, 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 gotta get (laughs) this guy Uh. hasn't been spotted in his own country at all in public, (laughs) but Eric Clapton's playing in Germany. Hell yeah. Fly me over there, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, like, like we really advise you not to go outside. Like there are assassins that want to kill you. Like, yeah, but Eric Clapton's in town. So. Have you heard I mean, Layla? <laughs> <laughs> like, and and the set list for this this week's this week's concert came out on on the internet. Someone found it, and he's playing the acoustic version of Tears in Heaven. So, I gotta go. And I'm bringing a North Korean baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's. I a, mean, <laughs> I love Eric Clapton too, but. That's I don't know. That's really I think if this is like that Osama bin Laden story. Oh, that was a good story. Uh where these people that are, you know, terrible dictators are turn out that they have like really weirdly normal indulgences. <laughs> yeah, that you know, that's that's probably the worst thing to stomach about dictators and terrible people is that they are also humans. Woo! Woo! Wonderful tonight! Wonderful tonight! Like uh, <laughs> cocaine. Uh, yeah. Uh it, yeah. Except except instead of singing cocaine, he's he's like filling in words in other than cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like Rogaine, mm-hmm. Great Dane, uh-huh. Bahrain. Ukraine, Bahrain. <laughs> Yeah, so it looks like he was spotted in uh, 2006, attending several shows in Germany, uh, 2011 in Singapore, attending an Eric Clapton show, and then in 2015, a camera crew caught him um, on film attending Eric Clapton's legendary show at the Albert Royal Hall, he went, <laughs> and he went both nights, apparently. <laughs> it says he went both nights in a row. Oh, man. I guess he really loves... Really loves Eric Clapton. I guess so, man. Maybe uh, maybe his brother can finagle Eric Clapton to uh, perform in North Korea someday. I, I doubt it. Eric Clapton's all-American, dude. <laughs> all-American. settle down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great news story. Uh, is, any, is there anything else? Any other, any other gems in there about going to... Let's see. Um, apparently, WikiLeaks... Uh, Dated some 2007 documents, quoting, uh, let's see, some doctor that was on a mission in uh, North Korea to oversee a medical assistance program. Um, Let's see. So he wrote a note that says, arranging an Eric Clapton concert in Pyongyang could also be useful, he said, given Kim Jong-il's second son's devotion to the rock legend. (laughs) (laughs) And summary. And then, oh, uh, and then a second note that just says, book Eric Clapton. <laughs> just whatever you do, just book Eric Clapton. Book him in. 
Oh, that's going to be in the list. That's that's why he never became dictator, because that would be like all of his posturing in the UN. He'd be like, we are going to pursue a nuclear program unless Eric Clapton plays five <laughs> nights in the Capitol. Do Pyongyang. Oh, that's great. Well, this has been the Rakita News Network. Definitely not fake news. So uh, that takes care of our legal bills, but what that doesn't take care of is getting things like your new sound interfaces and webcams and my three... uh, We don't have the video again this week because we just weren't able to make it work. Discord's doing some fucking weird thing where uh, my left arm looks like it's constantly down because it's frozen the frame. Really? It's frozen half a frame, yeah. Lift your left arm. Uh, it's lifted. I've been talking <laughs> this whole time, and I talk with both hands, but it's fucking froze that frame. You look so, like a terrible um, uh, airway. Air, air, you, I, that joke didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Air, air traffic control. just that like that. So, you know what I was saying. No, no video again this week. Sorry about that. Like, I don't know what the fucking deal is. It, who knows? Anyway, but, um, so, but we, we are, we are working on getting that next week for sure. 100%. So, um, if you want to support the show, help us keep our equipment up. Uh, oh, anyway, I was talking, I have now have a three, a three color light, light system. Mm-hmm. Got my blue light on the left. I got my warm light on my right and I've got a front light white fill. So I look very handsome. And of course everybody's missing this. You know, because cause shit's fucked up. Um, but if you want to support the show in those ways and help us keep moving forward, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for Here's What I Don't Get. And we, and there we have four t- tiers. Do you know about the tiers, Tim? A little bit. Can you tell me some more? Yeah, I can, I can absolutely, absolutely tell you some more. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. We have a two buck tier, which gets you access to... The it, it no it's it's the two buck cucks which makes you uh, gives you access to the mad, mad cucks content like mad cucks versus discuckery and um, mad cucks riding which I I was able to ride my bike again today for the first time since Chicago so I'll be doing an episode of mad cucks riding this week and then we have the five buck tier which gives you access to our bonus episodes um, I believe we're gonna we're gonna end up doing one in person this week probably. yeah hopefully. Hopefully. So uh, you can get that with the five buck tier. Then we have the 10 buck tier, which gets you access to the video, which is totally fucked right now. And we apologize. So we'll, we'll get you guys something, some kind of bonus. Maybe we'll do a, we'll do a double bonus episode only for $10 patrons. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- it's a great way to support the show. It's a great way to, you know, let us know that you you like it. Even if you just join the, the $1 tier, you know, that's, that's something enough people with $1, you know, we can go buy some tchotchkes from the dollar store. Yeah. Well, you know, I almost bought it. I almost brought in Patreon as an issue this week. There's some stuff no, going on there. That's yeah. Uh, I brought in crowdfunding as an as an issue once, but uh, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Patreon has a <clears throat> they changed their their payouts now. So they used to like you pledge five dollars to the show, right? And you would then pay. Like we would, they would take a cut out of that five dollars. So instead of us getting five dollars, you get like four fifty. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now they're charging a percentage on top of that $5. So you pledge $5, but then you pay five fifty because you have to pay 2.9% plus 35 cents. So it's like, it's, it just seems like you added, <clears throat> you added a, a tier to pay yourselves and just fuck over the people. Cause you know, it was, it was really easy to be like, all right, I'm pledging five bucks to this guy and five bucks to this guy. And then no, at the end of the month, like, Oh, I pledged five bucks to five people. That's $25. And now it's, I pledge five bucks to five people. So it's, uh, it's 2750. But if I pledge one buck to three people and five bucks to two people and 10 bucks here and 20 bucks, it, like it ends up being like this weird fucking math. It's like, just take it out of the cuts of the creators. We don't care. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Make it easy for the people that are giving us money. Don't make it fucking hard on them. Yeah. And it turns out the Patreon wants, they're doing this for their big creators, their cash cows, their, you know, five digit a month pay, Patreons um, that have thousands and thousands of, patrons um and also it turns out that uh that increase in patreon's cut it's not actually their cut it's paypal's cut is what it is yeah well yeah because they because they use paypal to pay us out yeah because now instead of on the first of the month you charging this lump sum for all of the um patreons you support you are now doing it on the anniversary of when you subscribed so instead of oh, that's also changed yeah, I believe so. I believe so. So instead oh, of that's really fucked up too. So instead of you doing the lump sum, you know, I, I support four Patreons on the first of the month, I'm paying $20. Now you pay $5 plus the extra fee on the second $5 plus the extra fee on the 12th. And you know, whenever the anniversary of, you know, each Patreon was. That's super duper obnoxious. Cause uh, it's also nice that it's all one fucking lump sum at the beginning of the month. First of the month. Here you go. I don't want to pay. I don't want these payments because that's just a way to fucking hide how much money you're spending. Yeah, and and who it's really hurting is um is the the smaller Patreons, you know, people the, and the one and the low patrons. It's the one dollar dollar tiers. It's the yeah, one dollar tiers. <clears throat> so I I support um I support a con this comic and he has a one dollar tier and a two dollar tier and a twenty and then he has a twenty dollar tier. Which if you get the twenty dollar tier, you get custom art. And like mm-hmm. I don't need any custom art, so I just I give him the two dollar tier because I like his comic. And he he's he sent out a message. He's like, because there's like a one dollar tier, which is just supporting, and there's two dollar tier where you get early access to the comics. So I went to the two dollar tier for the early access to the comics. He's like, yeah, sorry, like this is gonna happen, and I he doesn't know what to do. We don't. I don't know what to fucking do. Everybody knows he has a Patreon. Doesn't know what to fucking do. It's only bad for the for the consumer. It's yeah. They and they're trying to spin it like it's like it's better for, for the creators saying you'll get a more you know constant. You get a bigger cut. You'll, well, not just that, but you're going to get a constant. You know, you're go, you're always going to know exactly how much you're going to get. But you have to pay. It costs us fucking money to pay that money out to us. Yeah, it costs fifty cents per payout to pay that money into our accounts. Yeah. So we're still only going to do it once a month. Anyways, let's, it's not an issue. Yeah, that's not an issue. Thanks for supporting the show. In any case, even if they're fucking us with these fees, I hope they just go back to the old ways. Yep. Stupid. So let's get back to some real issues. Um, and here's my second issue. Here's what I don't get. 
Have you eaten here before? You ever you ever go to a restaurant and the waitress stops you, and um, like right, be, right before you order, she comes up. She's like, "Oh, are you guys ready to order?" And they're they're like, and you're like, "Oh yeah, we're ready to order." And then they ask, "Have you ever eaten with us before?" Yeah, like a couple times. It's a secret club of, <laughs> and they have some dipshit thing that they will. And you say no, and they're like, well, let me just explain to you how mm-hmm. a restaurant works. Like, I know how your fucking restaurant works. I tell you what I want off this menu. You bring me that thing on a plate. I put the thing on the plate into my mouth, and then I give you money and leave. Mm-hmm. It's not that fucking hard. But inevitably, you go to one of these restaurants, and they say, have you uh, eaten with us before? No. Well, let me tell you what our restaurant's all about. Um, we serve, we're what we call a 100-mile restaurant. Everything we serve is has been bought from places and, and local businesses within 100 miles of the restaurant. Our herbs are all grown in a garden out front. Our our cheese is made at this fucking place. We have this list on the on the wall. This is where everything that, that's in the restaurant comes from. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, my God, I literally don't fucking care. Will you just bring me a burger now? When I was in Chicago, I went to one of these restaurants. Like, have you ever have you eaten with us before? No. Like, oh, let me tell you what this restaurant's all about. So we are a restaurant that's built on sharing. So, you know, we'll bring you out plates and you can feel free to share whatever you want. It's like, bitch, if we wanted to share, we would share. We don't need you to explain to us the concept of sharing. And also, it's real fucking hard to share a hamburger. Uh. It's like so like I go and going around the table, most of us just got a burger because uh-huh. it was lunchtime. A couple people got like ribs and other miscellaneous things. Um, Sean got ribs. He got three ribs. They were real fucking big. I'm not going to be like, hey, Sean, can I share one of those ribs? You can have a bite out of my hamburger. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not a that's not a thing. Like, you don't need to explain it to us. There's nothing that fucking fancy about your restaurant. No one cares. Yeah. You know what my issue is? Uh, is uh, multiple menus at restaurants. Oh yeah, like yeah, here's, yeah. Here's the main menu. Here's our wine menu. Here's our special summertime patio good feels menu. And then here's the drinks. Here's here's our dessert menu. Here's our here's our Monday, Wednesday, Friday lunch menu. This mm-hmm. is our Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday dinner menu. We have our Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday dinner menu. It's like just holy shit just pick fucking pick something like yeah. here's our vegetarian menu this is our these are our vegan options here's it's like god damn it with all these menus it's like you have like then you have like this book like uh, and, and uh but luckily today's the the 14th day of the month so we're making everything yeah what's the cheesecake factory cheesecake factory has like a 30 page menu yeah i've never eaten there god there was a there was a really funny Twitter thing about Cheesecake Factory. It's like, I, it's just such so fucking condescending. You come in and sit down. and They're like, "Well, let me tell you what our restaurant's all about. Let me tell you what I'm all about. I'm all about giving you money for food." Yeah, I should yep. really. The next time they ask me that question, I'm just gonna be like, uh, "You know what? No," and I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just leave. Just leave. Yeah, I'm done. I am so done with your nonsense. It's so frustrating. The worst is when they they ask you that at like a chain restaurant. Yeah. Like a Chili's or something. 
Have you ever been to Applebee's before? Yes, I have. Okay, good. So you're ready for the diarrhea that's going to come after this. Yes, I am. <laughs> ready for the whole Thank rat you. in my Cobb salad. <laughs> Welcome to TGI Fridays. Have you eaten with us before? Uh, no. Well, let me tell you what our restaurant's all about. Tchotchke shit on the wall and miscellaneous f- food that has nothing to do with one another. Mm-hmm. Feel free to enjoy. Like, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, that's, that's a mini issue. It's a short issue, but man, it pisses me off. It's, I don't know. It's just like, you're so fucking fancy. And also here's another thing that I just realized. Every restaurant I've ever eaten at like that, where they they ask that question, they ask that answer that ask that question and answer it. Shit's real expensive. Yeah, like they ask you that question, and your meal is going to be three or four dollars more expensive than what it should be. I remember I went to a vegan restaurant or vegetarian restaurant. It was one of those two. It was a Mexican restaurant. And I got a $14 burrito mm-hmm. that was two and a half inches long <laughs> and one inch in diameter. <laughs> yeah. And Ouch. so, yeah. So I get I get my plate with this cigar burrito mm-hmm. that I can eat in two bites. And I've got, instead of rice, they're serving us quinoa. And I'm like, all right, uh, that's bland and flavorless. <laughs> Maybe this burrito will be good because, you know... Tim, what goes into a burrito? Uh, let's see. Um, some meat, some cheese, maybe some beans. Yeah. yeah. At least that. Yeah. At, at bare minimum. Yeah. Bare I mean, minimum. You, you could probably get like not. You can just get a beef and be uh, a bean and cheese burrito. Yeah. Or. You, but I say, yeah. at the bare minimum, like. Some kind of filler, be, some beans, protein. or I would say or protein. Meat. Yeah. yeah, a protein and a cheese, and then you like you can add rice. You can add all kinds of goofy shit, right? Yeah. What was my two inch cigar burrito filled with? I'm gonna guess broccoli. More quinoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. I'm already eating that on the side. I don't need that also inside the burrito. That's all it was. The fucking tortilla was like a piece of, like a fucking pencil eraser. Mm-hmm. We got our money back. That wasn't a Elote, was it? No, that was not Elote. Elote is a restaurant in Tulsa. Now, this was yeah. a restaurant in Oklahoma City. It was it was awful. We ordered nachos, and they bring us nachos. What are the what are the basic ingredients of nachos? Cheese and chips and chips. Yeah. This had almost no cheese, and the cheese that was there was some kind of vegan cheese. Mm-hmm. So who knows what it was made out of? But whatever it was made out of didn't melt. Nutritional so yeast, it was probably. It was just shit sprinkled on chips. Yeah, like what the fuck is the problem matter with you? Like, am I? A, I feel like I stepped into a parallel dimension. <laughs> like, like fucking sliders. Instead of the light, lights red means go, lights green means stop. <laughs> I'm in this parallel dimension where you think just throwing shit on chips is nachos. They also were like, like, oh yeah, can we have some ice water? Because that's just a default thing when you're just going to have water. And they're like, oh, uh, um, we serve our water at room temperature. What the fuck? We can get you some ice. Like they don't even know what the content. Like I know you have ice. You have a fucking bar. Are you telling me that everything you serve is served neat? Put some fucking ice in a cup and take some of your goddamn tap water, fucking room temperature tap water, and fill the cup. What the fuck? We ended up getting our money back. I was so 
fucking furious at that restaurant. And they asked that question. Have you ever eaten with us before? And they're like, no. Like, well, we'll just, here's what our thing is. We, we're we an all vegetarian, all vegan. You can eat everything. It's all local. And we do. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that was an awful eating that experience. Sounds like I'll never nightmare. forget it. Yeah, it sounds like a yeah. nightmare. Anyway, don't ask that question. If you work at a restaurant, don't ask that question. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Yeah, and That's what the- plus most people are, you know, smart enough to see the restaurant, what it looks like, get a feel for it, you know, look at the menu, see, oh, okay, there's a lot of herbs and shit on here. It's, they're probably vegetarians, you know. All the stuff that you're going to tell me, you've already told me in the decor of the place, the atmosphere of the place, and the look of the menu. Exactly. And I don't care where the food's from. I don't give a shit. No. Yeah. Advertise, so it, advertise it on the outside of your restaurant, you know? <laughs> Do yeah. that and and you'll know and shut up. from walking in. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's your final issue this week? All right. Here's what I don't get. Awards show where the focus is not the awards. Yep. Um, I, I would, I would double down on that and just say award shows. Yeah. Um, usually I only, I only watch the ones that, uh, are of, you know, of a particular importance to me. And even then they're always so, at least the ones that are televised are always so varied and have a range of awards that, I'm only there for 10 minutes of the thing, you know, that's that's all I care mm-hmm. about. Um, specifically the Oscars, you know, there's only a couple yeah. of categories I care about. Uh, um, and two, I, they don't mean anything. I just yeah want to see, you know, some tidbit of this thing. Maybe if I like said person, like, yeah, good job. You got an Oscar. I don't think it means anything, but you made this thing. It must mean something to you. I'd rather just read the recap the next day. Yeah, which is what they do on stage nowadays. So um, yeah. for people that don't know, uh, last Thursday was uh, the Game Awards. The VGAs. Yeah, yeah, they, which used to be called the VGAs. It's it's sort of Jeff Keighley's attempt to Oscar of five video games. Um, and it's been getting, it's been slowly been getting better. Um. But he, he did this one thing where he went up on stage and said, after a couple of awards, said, okay, here's some more awards we did. And he just listed off five awards with no bottom thirds with the winners, no <laughs> B-roll playing in the background. He just named them off while the camera was looking at his face. <laughs> like uh, like America's Funniest Home Videos winner, this one, this one, this one, this one. All right, moving on. Basically, let's get on to these uh, eBay commercials. Yeah. yeah. Um the Oscars do it less often, which I'm glad for, but then you get a four and a half hour show. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, you know, they get to they they get to the awards that aren't as quote unquote important. You know, you get the in the commercial breaks. Yeah. That's what the that's what the Oscars and the Tonys do. Like all the technical awards are presented in the commercial break so it's like best actor in a musical here's 35 minutes of bullshit and it's like all right we'll be right back after this commercial break like all right uh best best sound design um a b c and it's uh a and uh, all right back for commercial and now back to more of the people that really need to be sucked off because they're famous 
Well, I hate I hate gay, I hate award shows. Yeah, as far as Just I remember, like, the Oscars have been pretty good about it the last couple of years not doing that and the the really technical stuff they have a whole different night where they'll do like the technical oscars and they'll film a bit of that and show a recap at the main show yeah i meh. fuck them just it's just it's just famous people being complimented for being famous oh hey and the award for best actor goes to a famous person you're so great and then the person comes up there and they're like oh let me pretend to be emotional about it oh just so glad that everybody thinks how great i am and boy is it so great being great and uh congratulations to all the people that aren't as great as me I'm just going to sit down now. And then they're like, all right. In the next category for person who's overpaid and completely fucking useless as a human being, if they weren't an actor, goes to <clears throat> fuck them. I hate, I hate the award shows. Yeah, I know you do. Um, <sighs> yeah, we've talked about this at length uh, personally. Um, I like when they... You know, when someone not famous wins the award, when someone, you know, when the underdog wins it, that's what I like. Um, at, yeah. at the Game Awards, they were doing best performance. It was, um, you know, four very well-known uh, voice actors, like the AAA top of the tier people, some of them which I, you know, really admire. And then uh, the lady from uh, that that played the main character in Hellblade. Um, and she got up there and... I didn't know this, but she does. She's not even an actress. She's like a, their video editor. And they did a test with her and said, ah, we'll keep, we'll keep using you. And you know, she won this big award. That's nice. Nepotism. Nepotism is at its finest. <laughs> that would, they only, they only cast her cause it'd save them 50 bucks. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I really did not like that. He just rattled through a bunch of awards uh, with no bottom thirds, no B roll. And that happened a couple of times too. Like when they were doing the nominees would just, yeah. just, just someone at a microphone naming the nominees is fine for the people like well invested in the, in the medium. But you want this thing to be like, worldwide and prestigious and showing that games can be at that Oscars level. Well, that Oscars level is very well produced and they show, they show you what is being nominated at the very least, you know? No, I don't know. Cause I've never watched any of them. Well, they do a very good job at that. And no. this production was not so great. I at think that. the solution is that the Oscars should not happen. And then the VGAs could model the Oscars by not happening. The Tonys could model the Oscars by not happening. The Grammys could model the Oscars by not happening. If we just canceled all of them ever and stopped wasting precious time jerking off people for doing basically nothing, like just doing their job. Yeah. Um, Cause what they are, they're an industry award show. So it's like it's like the company Christmas party. They're like, yeah, and yeah. the most sales at Jim Glover Chevrolet is Chet Douchebag McGee, and like Chet, come on up here, and and like imagine putting that on television. Chet comes and he's like, oh hey man, yeah, I really, really sold a bunch of cars this month, and uh, it was a tough year for everybody with the recession and whatnot. It's just like, God, fucking kill me. But for whatever reason, there are famous people up there, so we got to watch them. Got to fucking put them on television. They can't just have their fucking award ceremony and be ignored. <clears throat> yeah, it's what it is. It's a catch-22. 
it's um if this wasn't televised no one would watch it but to get people to watch it we have to throw in all of these commercials and these promotional deals and all of this shit to get yeah. people to watch it and then it becomes about that and not the awards and it's just it goes on and on yep yep that's true anyways that's that was my issue that's a great issue i really like that one so uh that's been it this, that's it for this episode i think another great episode so uh thanks for listening everybody until next time i'm tab burt i'm tim the handle breaker we'll catch you next week see ya If you want to call into the Here's Why I Don't Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or conversely, you can upload an MP3 to the Discord. You can also do that. Um, so we got some voicemails this week. Are you ready for them? Yeah, let's listen to them. Before we get to these voicemails, you know, William Shatner called us last week. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. And so I, I worked I worked this weekend up where, where William Shatner was in town, and I was talking to them about William Shatner. And I guess here's this something I learned about William Shatner. When William Shatner goes on a tour, he, you know, most tour people, they get, they get a bus, they have someone driving around. Mm-hmm. William Shatner does not do that. William Shatner rents a car, <laughs> and he has his one tech guy, and they drive everywhere together in their rental car. Uh-huh. And William Shatner drives. <laughs> wow. And William Shatner drives fucking fast. <laughs> Warp speed, am I right? Yeah. On the way to to the show that they did in Oklahoma, they got pulled over three times wow. for going 90 plus on the highway. God. And of course, they got, got yeah. zero tickets. Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's Bill Shatner, man. And the funny thing is, he doesn't even slow down. Like the cops pulled him over. He's like, he's like, sir, license British. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they like talk for ten minutes, and then he's like, all right, will you be you be more safe now, Captain? And he's like, yes, I sure will. And then he basically like squeals the fucking tires <laughs> as he pulls away from being pulled over. It's just like, uh, God damn, I want to be fucking William Shatner's road tech because yeah. everybody knows me. I love driving across the country. Mm-hmm. He won't let his tech guy drive. Really? Shatner drives everywhere. Yeah. When they were when they were out there, the tech guy had to get bussed to the venue because Shatner wanted to have access to the car in case he decided to like go fucking drive around Tulsa. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe he is. Maybe he's listening to our podcast while he drives. I hope so. Maybe he'll he'll call us from the road one day. Maybe so. Um so this is this one's from Eric the Red. Hey folks, this is Eric the Red, and I'm going to tell you a story. Many years ago, I briefly dated a girl whom I very much liked being around. We we had this, this instant chemistry. We just took to each other really naturally. We started dating. We spent a very idyllic few months together. She had a family tragedy that required her and her parents to move to another state to take care of some relatives. We parted on really good terms. We were both, you know, very sad, heavy-hearted. Uh, we promised that we'd still keep in touch, and we'd come back and find each other again when everything settled down. Eventually, of course, we fell out of contact. Several years went by. Uh, but one day, I heard that she had recently moved back into town, so I sought her out. Glad to say she was happy to hear from me again. I was happy to see her. We met up. 
to see if we were able to rekindle an old flame. And sadly, it appeared that both of us had moved on and changed in the time between. We acknowledged that what we had was special. It meant something, but it was no longer what or who either of us were. I wasn't angry, neither was she. It was bittersweet, but for a few fleeting hours when we were back together, it was just like it used to be. I had regained this this one-of-a-kind feeling, if only for a little while. When we parted that night and the feeling passed, I knew I'd never feel that way again. Listening to episode 53 was like experiencing the entire goddamn ordeal all over again. Fuck you, Tab. Fuck you, Buck. And fuck you, Joel, for doing this to me. You season-ending fucks can all kiss my ass for making me remember the way things used to me than taking them the fuck back away. Well, there's someone who's not happy with season three. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a really long way to long way to get back around to that. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything you want to say about that that voicemail? Uh, I don't take it personally if he doesn't listen anymore. Um, I know that change is hard. Um, man, you got to roll with it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, here we got one more. Hey guys, this is Mom Pat. Uh, sorry if the sound is not too great because I'm calling you from a fucking traffic jam because of a snowstorm. Because here's what I don't get: ding, ding, ding. Move the fuck out the way if you don't know how to drive. Go kill yourself. <laughs> Come on, I mean, hey, you're afraid because it's snowing outside. Well, just don't go out. Simple as that. Thanks. Oh man, uh, the end of that it translated was, I mean, hey, you're afraid because it's snowing outside. Watchdog Joel from Paul's dad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that was that's a good one. It's a great yeah, voicemail. People don't know how to handle it when it comes suddenly. If you live in a place where it doesn't happen, you know, every year, all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. It's I don't know. We we don't we don't get that much snow here in Oklahoma. It's snowing everywhere else right now. Not uh, not for us. Yeah, it's weird. It's snowing like south of us. It's snowing north of us. It's still really nice here though. Like his fifties, sixties. It was the sixties today, I think. Or yeah, it was a little chilly while I was uh, riding my bike today. But uh, yeah, so we got one more. Hey guys, it's Uncle Buck. Hey. I just wanted to say thanks to everyone for all the. Awesome voicemails and well wishes you left me last week on the show. It was, uh, it was very touching. Very touching to hear all of that. Especially uh, Bill Shatner. Man, wow, what an honor. And uh, if I may, just go ahead and address Bill directly by the podcast, because I lost your number, Bill. But I wanted to say thanks for the horseback riding lessons last week. Okay. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's and, a uh, lot of shit. And if you're still up for it, I am totally down to go to the Whiskey and Cigar yeah, Festival yeah, 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 next yeah. week. Tuesday should probably be all right. Say afternoon right after I get off work. Uh, and to answer your question, no, there's not much of a chance that Tab is going to ambush you because he will be busy recording the podcast. Yeah. So thanks to everyone, and thanks to Bill, uh, Tab, Tim. Have a good show. Bye-bye. Yeah, so I feel like that caller's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Banned from the show. Uh, Banned from the show, yep. Yeah, that was your Chaco, buddy. You're now banned from the show. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. 
Yeah, so nothing in the Discord this week. It was all via the phone number, but you know, I'm sure we'll get some more. Yeah. There, there was a bunch of discussion. There's a bunch of episode discussion, and one, somebody talk, Taco Copter, I believe, was mm-hmm. that who it was? I think so. Yeah. He was gonna, he was gonna be give us a real fuck you, and he was gonna record a voicemail with the same mic, same microphone setup that you have, and record it, and be like, "Look at how good I am because I just did a little f- couple fucking things mm-hmm. like in your face," and then he. And then he posts, he's like, yeah, okay, so I'm real sorry I was going to do this, and uh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> so, and I was like, that's right, it sounds fucking terrible, taco copter. I bet you're not even a taco or a copter. So, that's that's the fun that's on the Discord. Everybody should join the Discord. Yeah, we had, we so. had a nice uh, chat about soda the other day. We did, we were talking about soda, um, and we found out that a bunch of our fans are really dumb when it comes to soda. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, we had some uh, Ready Player One talk earlier today. Oh, to, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything about that, and you were posting like caps from the screen caps of the book, and I was just like, God, this makes me, this is awful. Yeah, this sounds awful. Yeah, and then I think you you posted one that was a, it was a parody, uh-huh. and I had no idea. Yeah, like they were exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to interact with everybody. So uh, that's it for this week's episode. This has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.